When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Sooner or later, when you least expect it, there comes a point of no return, a dead end from which there seems no escape, a moment in time, a moment of crisis. of course, that unmasking a werewolf is actually a very simple task. With that proclamation, Professor Julius Vilkman, student of the supernatural, settles back in his train seat and puffs thoughtfully on his briar pipe. As the ancient locomotive labors up the twisting spur line that threads through Montana's Purcell Mountains, the sprawling stands of pine and Douglas fir grow denser, choking off much of the thin sunlight. But Professor Vilkman takes little notice of the scenery, for he's preoccupied with the singular mission upon which he and a reporter, Larry Raglan, have just embarked. In a few moments, Crisis presents Gerald Douglas Miller's 20th century rendition of a timeless tale of suspense and horror. The Vilkman. And now, with script by Roger Millen, Act One of the Vilkman Theory. My statement needs no qualification, Mr. Ragland. Given the proper field experience, and I dare say even you could unmask a werewolf. Uh, yeah, with the help of an electric razor, yeah. Hmm? Oh, skip it. Listen, Professor, I got an editor has his heart set on a werewolf story, and so far all I've got is your name and my name and the name of this Toonerville town up in the sticks. Now, level with it. You really believe there are such things as uh, werewolves? Well, I suppose next you'll ask me if the Loch Ness Monster really exists. Save that for another assignment, okay? Mr. Egger, if you had acquainted yourself with my published research on lycanthropy, you would know where I stand on the issue. Uh, uh, lycanthropy? The phenomenon of werewolves. Oh. 
Yes, I'm convinced that such beings live in relatively large numbers in our society. In fact, you may have even rubbed shoulders with one of them during your lifetime. Oh, yeah, yeah. You ought to get a load of the one that uh, checks my expense account down at the Tribune. Very funny. Contemporary Americans, Mr. Ragland, aren't inclined to accept so-called superstitions as readily as their European cousins. Werewolves seek out environments where they are feared, and even in some instances, respected. All right, well then, what makes you think that this ghoul in the boondocks up here is a werewolf? Well, he, or she for that matter, may be a victim of the werefolk's occupational hazard. Occupational? Yes, he must keep moving, foraging to avoid exposure. Oh, so he hides out in the mountains. Okay, okay. How are you going to track him down? There are certain recognizable characteristics. <laughs> now, don't give me that B-movie bunk about hairy palms and long forefingers and no reflection. Mr. Ragland, <laughs> you would do well not to dismiss authenticated fact. That, that stuff is true? And the creature's technique. Classic examples... Five brutal murders in two months' time. Each victim displaying unmistakable marks of attack. An entire community on the verge of hysteria. Classic. Oh, I don't buy it. People go off their rockers every day. Don't have to be some supernatural reason. Frankly, I expected and even approve of such doubt on your part, Mr. Ackman. Huh? The scientific world has thrived for centuries upon healthy skepticism. I only hope our quarry has not anticipated the arrival of the curious and withdrawn again. Yeah, yeah, me too. Or this time my editor gives me the little pink slip and two weeks' traveling money. But right now, not the only thing I'm really sure of is uh, <laughs> neither one of us is a werewolf. Eh? You were saying... Our reflections, Professor. I've been noticing there in the train window beside you. Uh, that, that should at least take us off the list of suspects. Oh, oh, yes. Very astute. I have taken pains to conclude that about you before allowing you to accompany me. You're kidding. Hardly. You see, during 40 years' work, I have grown quite unpopular with such denizens of the dark, having shed a good deal of unwelcomed light on their activities, and also, I must say... Stop So this is Savensdale. Yeah, well, the name fits it. Sure is for the birds. Yes. Hey, Raglan, there seems to be some sort of disturbance over there, beyond the station house. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, leave the bags a minute. Let's go see what's up. Yes, it appears they're mounting a search of some kind. Or swearing in a posse. Yes. There's something in the air, all right. Hey, those guys are armed to the teeth. They got their dogs out, too. I don't like the looks of this. We'll nail his hide this time. Well, we better before that blood sucker gets somebody else. All right. All right, everybody stand back and shut up a minute. I want Brian, Tezro, Foley, Speed over there, Cogdell, come along with me. Lumpy, you and Ruth take care of Jensen, or what's left of him. Uh-oh. You see that canvas bag? 
Yes, I'm afraid there's been another victim. Now, those are deputized. Get your gear together. The rest of you go on home. And lock your doors. Uh, say, trying to catch someone? Ain't someone. It's something. Say, who are you fellows? Well, we're from down in the city. Roof, I thought I told you and lumpy to get that bag down to my... See who, who you got here. I am Professor Julius Wilkin, and this is my traveling companion, Mr. Eglin. I'm Sheriff Hangerford. What's your business here? Uh, reporter, South Bend Tribune. Uh, who's in the canvas bag? The name was Jensen. Me and Lumpy found him, didn't we, Lump? Yep, sure did. Yeah, we was coming back from the mill about an hour ago. Uh, how do you think he died, Sheriff? I'd say a wolf got him, only they never attacked a man this close to civilization. Only one other thing could have done it. Yeah? Same thing as killed five other townspeople. Come on, you mean a werewolf? Uh, Sheriff, may I have a look at at the victim? Well, I guess you can. So, uh, you got a posse going out. Same as we done before. Any clues? Mm, Can't say yet. Well, here he is, what's left of him. Have a look if you want to. Yes, yes, thank you, and that will suffice. Say, you gonna want to take some pictures of us? Lumpy, I told you and Ruth to take Jensen over to my office. Lock him up in there. Now get going. Well, I hope that hounds turn up something before dark. You mean you're calling off the search at dark? Hey, <laughs> you damn butcher. All right, you men. Now get your duffs and gear and let's move them out. Well, so, uh, what's the verdict, Professor? Eh, there's no question. The condition of the body, no question. We do indeed have a werewolf on our hands. I thought uh, werewolves did their stuff only in the of the moon at, at night. Uh, that has been a traditional modus operandi. But what we have here is an amendment to the body of theory concerning the transformation from human into beast. A very valuable addition to my research. Okay. Have it your own way. Hey, let's get inside. I'm freezing my ears off. I was about to suggest we retire to some central location where we may observe a good cross-section of the citizenry. Uh... What about that tavern over there? Hey, it seems well populated, by all means. And I'm sure you could use some refreshment. Yeah, huh? only if you're buying. They won't touch my bar tabs at the Trib with steel tongs anymore. Hey, you guys gonna take any pictures? Merely because our knowledge of empirical facts surrounding werewolves, vampires, and so on is meager, we cannot rule out their very existence. We cannot see the atom, but that in no way diminishes the reality of the atomic bomb, does it? Hmm? I'll drink to that. And so my mission is one of assembling facts, of distilling accepted scientific data from centuries-old folklore. Yes, of wrestling with seemingly contradictory evidence, such as that which we happened upon today. Yeah, you're not doing much wrestling at the moment, though, I notice. (laughs) You think our hairy buddy is going to belly up to the bar and order a belt of raw hamburger or something? <laughs> Nothing like that. But with all that has transpired in this isolated community in these last weeks, 
I believe a werewolf has been forced to become a social animal, mainly, so as to avoid detection by merely being different. You see? Mm, okay, not bad. Only... Only what, Mr. Ragland? Well, ever since we began sipping suds in this saloon, you haven't given more than a, a glance at the locals who've been through here. Correct. But I have had the assistance of a large mirror hung on the back wall. Behind you, see? Huh? Behind you. Well, I'll be. <laughs> yeah, I forgot the old mirror gimmick. Well, how about it? Is anybody in here shy of reflection? Not exactly, Reckon. Pretend you're trying to attract the bartender, and as you turn toward the bar, be careful note of that brute of a man standing alone, just to the left of the entrance. Huh? Just a minute. Holy smoke, what a giant... Hey, he's leaving. I can't tell whether he's got a reflection or not. Exactly. From the moment he walked in, he seemed to take great care to occupy the only place in the room where he was not visible to anyone in the mirror. So, what do we do? I sense that this is the moment to seize the initiative. If you feel up to the risks, Mr. Ragland. You, you want to tail the guy? Of course, and at once. In pursuit of such an elusive quarry, we must follow the faintest clue. Okay, I'll be right behind you. But I better warn you, I'm already working on our obituaries. Professor? Hey, Lukeman, there's a cabin up ahead. See? Yes, I see, I see. I'm sure he's... Yes, he's entering it. Now, now I warn you, Mr. Eckler, things, things usually tend to become a bit delicate at this stage. Trusting that you are a man of action as well as words, my only advice is to be prepared for anything. Well, I'm, I'm game if you are. Good, then, then come along. And be as good as to allow me to make the initial contact. Well, here we are at the gates of hell. You do the honors, old boy. Yeah. Uh, how do you do? I do just fine. Now, what do you want? My humble apologies for... for disturbing you, sir. My colleagues and I are reporters. We... We just arrived in Ravensdale in connection with the series of strange murders which have... You mean, uh, all that werewolf malarkey the sheriff's been putting out? <laughs> yeah, he'd like us to think it's some werewolf because he ain't found no killer. He ain't got the killer. So Ravensdale's got a werewolf. <laughs> that's that's what I think. You know. uh, there could very well be something to what you say. Um... Would you mind if we stepped in out of this wind? Oh, yeah, sure. Come on in. Well, the place ain't much, but at least it's warm over there by the fireplace. Ah, yes, yes. Thank you, thank you. Uh, my name is Julius Filkman, and this is my associate, Larry Raglan. Yeah? Uh, just call me Hutter. 
morning's coffee's still stewing out in the kitchen. Be like gravy, but you're welcome to a cup. Oh, you would be most grateful. Yeah, a little uh, coffee would sure uh, hit the spot. How about it, Oakman? Sorry to disappoint you. I think we may relax. Reckon it is evident that this fellow is not our werewolf. Yeah, well, uh, why do you say that? Because when we shook hands, I was careful to note that his fingers and palm displayed none of the characteristics I was expecting to find. Here he comes back. Well, here it is, gents. Piping hot. Twice as mean. Ah, thank you. Thank you very much, indeed. Hmm. Well, actually... Actually, Mr. Hunter, I find it quite pleasant here in your snug little den. Yeah, well, I'd rather be inside here than running out there in a day like this. Say, I was, uh, meaning to ask you, how'd you happen to end up in this part of town? It's, uh, kind of off the beaten track, ain't it? Well, we noticed you as you were leaving the tavern a few moments ago. To be perfectly candid, Mr. Hunter, we followed you here. You followed me. Oh, there was nothing personal in it, mind you. But I must confess that you were actually my first prime suspect in this case. <laughs> you mean you suspected me first off of being your uh, <laughs> werewolf? Tell me, Professor, you uh, y'all ever seen a werewolf? Not actually. Uh-huh. No, but. I dare say I am among the contemporary scientific community's most competent researchers on the subject. So if anybody could recognize one of the specimens, Mr. Hunter, I'm sure I could. You really studied up on it, huh? I have devoted my life to it, sir. You must have been on the afternoon train today, then, huh? That's correct. Well, then you just missed my act. Your act? Oh, you seen the big brave sheriff and his posse, didn't you? Why, yes, yes, of course. I was even given an opportunity to examine, cursorily, of course, the latest victim. Jensen. Yes, Jensen. Yeah. And I interviewed again, very briefly, the two men who discovered Jensen's body. Lumpy and Roof. I believe those were their names. Well, now, you've been... uh... Real busy for having been in town such a short time, haven't you, Professor? As I say, Mr. Hunter, I am convinced that at long last I may have the satisfaction of finding a quarry in this area. A lifetime goal realized. (laughs) And you're sure you recognize one if you've seen him, huh? I have no doubt of it. (laughs) Now, Mr. Hunter, I... I see no cause for such levity, Mr. Hunter. Oh, you're some expert, Professor. You really nailed me for a werewolf. Hey, even in a few seconds down at the tavern. It's good, Professor. It's very good. You mean that... Sure. Your 40 years of research paid off. You got yourself a real live werewolf. (laughs) I knew it. I knew it. Even now, um, what you gonna do about it? Do? Uh, Raglan... I think this is the opportune moment for our speedy departure. Oh, now, Professor, don't rush off. You got some more research to do. What do you mean? You not only found yourself one werewolf, you found yourself two, didn't you? What What are you trying to say? How come you spotted me so quick when you were sitting right next to another one all the way up here to Ravensdale? What? 
Raglan? No. No, I don't believe it. That can't be true. Your hands, your reflection. Everything was perfectly normal. Oh, I was on the level, Professor, when I told you all that stuff about the hairy hands and the extended fingers being B-movie stuff. It's all baloney, every bit of it. See, a bunch of us got together years and years ago and started a little propaganda campaign on our own behalf. And it's paid off, too. Except for a couple of your lucky sociological notions about our close-knit little group. See, that's when some of us began to get a shade nervous about your research and decided it was time to do something about it. But, but this cannot be. Not with your professional background. Your... Oh, I'm a real reporter, if that's what you mean. Have been for over a hundred years under different names in a lot of different places. Made a perfect cover for, for what I really am. Oh, my God. What the fool I've been. No, 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 Professor. Don't carry on like that. Look at it this way. You may be the first man in history ever to interview two werewolves at once. <laughs> sure. Tell you what, Professor. You not only get to interview us, but you know what else? You're going to stay for dinner. <laughs> Talk about the cushy life of a professor. Vilkman is one scientist who puts his all into his research. The Vilkman Theory was written by Gerald Douglas Miller and adapted for Crisis by Roger Millen. Our players included Douglas Young, Jim Kelly, Bill Swain, Roger Millen, John Walker... And yours truly, Jim French. Our director was Pat French. <laughs>